we are living longer than ever before, so we need to ensure that we are aging well. Increased longevity is among the most remarkable success stories in humanity, thanks to research in medicine and new technologies. Hello and welcome to the future of aging actively and happily. This is our last episode of the podcast of this European project IDIH, International Digital Health Cooperation for Preventive, Integrated, Independent and Inclusive Living. This project funded by Horizon 2020 is ending in April and the IDIH consortium is working to ensure the sustainability of its community of experts. In the occasion of the IDIH Week 2022, the International Experts Forum for Health Innovation has been launched and managed by the Enrich Global Health Innovation Thematic Group under the umbrella of the international network Enrich Global, this new forum will leverage on the IDIH community of experts to further enhance international cooperation, starting from the field of digital health for active and healthy aging, but also going beyond embracing RNI on global health challenges at large. I am Matilde De Bonis from APRE, the Agency for the Promotion of European Research in Italy, and today with me Christina Dax from GAC Group, France, and the IDIH coordinator, Christine Dallinger from Signbys. With AIR today, we are going to shed light on the IDIH project and its main outcomes after 36 months of its implementation. So, Christine, we are very much glad to have you today for this last episode, telling us your view on the project as a coordinator. But first, what about you, your background and your role in the in Signbys? Thank you for inviting me to this final episode of the IDEA podcast. It's a great pleasure joining you today. To briefly introduce myself, uh, I have a background in biomedical research with a focus on age-related diseases, including cancer. And I have a strong interest in supporting international scientific cooperation with the goal of reducing technical and non-technical barriers. I work as team manager for health at Steinbach's Europa Zentrum based in Germany. We were founded under the umbrella of the Steinbach Foundation, which is promoting the transfer of technology and knowledge between universities and the industry. And as Steinbach's Europa Zentrum, we are a leading institution in Europe recognized as collaboration facilitator and ecosystem builder. Our mission is to support enterprises and research institutions to innovate and internationalize. We built on more than 30 years of experience in conceptualizing and implementing multilateral research and innovation projects. We are a member of the Enterprise Europe Network the world's largest support network for SMEs ambitions. And we hold specific connections to the policy area through hosting the Commission of Europe of the Ministry of Economics in the region of Baden-Württemberg. Thanks, Christine. Now let's take the stock of the IDIH project experience. We are approaching the project end. And what about IDIH legacy to the stakeholders of digital health for active and healthy aging internationally, especially in looking at our strategic partner countries? Well, when we started the IDEA project almost three years ago, the European Commission had realized that there were relatively few international science technology innovation agreements in place covering the field of digital health for active and healthy aging between the European Union and several strategic partner countries, especially with Asia. 
Whereas at the same time, the European Union and the five strategic partner countries under investigation within IDEA, Canada, China, Japan, South Korea and the US, they were all facing that same challenge of an aging population and they were also confronted with similar related issues, such as insufficient regulatory frameworks for the access to e-health data, impeding procurement systems, complex certification procedures for digital healthcare solutions. And it became evident that by addressing the challenges in a globally coordinated manner, one could significantly benefit from each partner country's expertise. So therefore, IDEA was initiated with the concrete objective to further enhance international collaboration in these six selected regions, to advance digital health, supporting active and healthy aging through innovation. And to work towards this goal, IDEA has created a forum which brought together high-level experts, policymakers and users from the six regions in a series of consultations and co-creation sessions to jointly develop a roadmap towards enhanced international collaboration in this field. Along its way towards creating this roadmap, IDEA has delivered several in-depth studies of special interest to this community of stakeholders, which I would like to draw your attention to. This being a set of fact sheets from the five strategic partner countries involved, which provides you with an overview of the digital health research and innovation landscape and success stories of already established international collaboration in this field. Secondly, IDEA has published two guidebooks on international funding opportunities for research and innovation. And this and last year, with IDEA Week, the project has organized two virtual four days events dedicated to interconnect researchers, innovators, care providers and users associations dealing with digital health for active and healthy aging with different networking opportunities. All material and the recording of the sessions are freely available on the project's webpage and its YouTube channel. And last but not least, I would also like to invite you to visit IDEA's long-term matchmaking platform, which is now counting more than 400 international stakeholders, where you can create your online profile specifying your area of activity and or request or offer in a marketplace and schedule B2B meetings with potential international partners. And with the approaching end of the IDEA project, this platform is now turning into the International Experts Forum for Health Innovation under the umbrella of the international network Enrich Global, which is continuing to serve as an expert-driven and long-lasting umbrella mechanism to enhance international cooperation and policy dialogue on global health issues at large. Thank you, Kristen. Also for this anticipation on the future of IDIH, we are going to know more very soon thanks to Christina's interview. Now let's explore the key outcome of the project, the IDIH roadmap to announce international cooperation in the field of digital health and aging, for instance. Would you like to tell us more about this product, its recommendations and vision, to whom it is addressed, as well as through which format? The roadmap is the result of the work of the Digital Health Transformation Forum set up by the IDEA project. 
in which high-level experts, executives and advocacy groups from Europe, China, Canada, Japan, South Korea and the US were consulted and the input has been gathered to specifically work on defining common priorities in digital health, identifying opportunities of mutual benefit and outlining the path towards enhancing international cooperation in this domain. The roadmap itself is following a twofold structure, demonstrating what to enhance and how to enhance. It presents three priority topics for international collaboration identified by the IDEA experts and accordingly validated by policymakers, funding agencies and users that were actively involved in the project. And these three priority topics are data governance, digital inclusion and interoperability by design. Together with a detailed description of these three selected priority topics and their expected impacts, the roadmap identifies main barriers and challenges for international collaboration and presents a comprehensive analysis of enablers and opportunities for such type of collaborations. Additionally, in line with the United Nations Decade of Healthy Aging, the roadmap presents an eight-year action plan until 2030, including concrete actions and recommendations for the implementation of the three priority topics at national and international level. The roadmap will be distributed in two different formats, a long document and a short visual version to all relevant stakeholders and target groups, including funding agencies, policymakers, users and patient associations, researchers, innovators, clusters and networks. Thank you very much, Christian Dallinger, for these insights on the project and all your efforts. Congratulations for your great work in coordinating such a challenging project experience. One international forum of experts and six regions of the world involved, spanning throughout three continents, really an impressive experience that we as partners were delighted to join. Now, I'm glad to welcome Christina Dux on stage to introduce our second guest today. Christina, the floor is yours. I would now like to introduce Svetlana Klesova, Director within Research and Innovation Partnerships at GAC Group and President of the Enrich Global Association. Svetlana, could you please tell us about the purpose of the Enrich Global Association and your approach regarding membership? Enrich Global is an international non-for-profit association registered in France. It has 12 founding members, private and public organizations around the world, who support innovation and international collaboration. For example, the public uh, founding members are German Aerospace Agency, Italian Agency for the Promotion of European Research, Greek Foundation for Research and Technology, Brazilian National Association of Innovative Companies, uh, European American Enterprise Council, uh, European Business and Innovation Center Network, uh, and others. Yeah. And on the private side, founding members are well-known international innovation consultancies, so GSC Group, SPI, Civita, and, and others. The journey of Enrich Global started more than two years ago. So those who are now founding members realize that we all support the uptake of European innovation globally. And vice versa, we all support research innovation collaboration of other regions with Europe. 
and together we're stronger. That's how it started. Uh, we did the needs analysis and the need to have and reach global clearly appeared. GSC Group, where I work, hosts Enrich Global, and we are very grateful for the support. For the time being, Enrich Global is a contributory association. This means that there are no membership fees. Members contribute to the development of the association. But we don't push for specific contributions, because members anyway understand the win-win situation and find relevant activities. Enrich Global is open to any organization in the world that finds itself aligned with our mission. So now the main benefits are in business development of the members. There are various collaboration opportunities, uh, also support in sustainability of projects of our members, support for integration in Horizon Europe proposals or in the tenders, also networking, good practice sharing, of course, visibility given to some activities of our members. Actually, the benefits are not only for our members, but also for their clients and their members. And there is a return on investment already. We already won several projects together. To become a member of Enrich Global, you should send a simple request, answer a few questions on motivation, expectation, and, and be recommended by one of our board members. You can just follow the guidance on our website and we welcome all peers from around the world. Thank you. Now, could you please tell us more about the main activities of Enrich Global and the strategy at international and global level? At Enrich Global, we know that personal initiatives should be supported and decentralized. So the main mechanisms of our collaboration are thematic groups. Such groups can be initiated by any member who is willing to lead the effort, who invites collaboration from within and from outside of the association, who then join Enrich Global, develop strategy and then the group jointly implements the activities. For example, the thematic group on Horizon Europe projects and sustainability is led by GC France and it helps exactly in, in this, in winning more projects together, in supporting the projects of our members to be sustainable. Uh, some activities of the project already continue uh, under the umbrella of Enrich Global. Uh, there are other thematic groups, including the new ones that support sustainability of certain initiatives. Uh, of course, the Health Innovation Thematic Group, which uh, will ensure the sustainability of the IDEA project uh, on, led by APRE from Italy and co-led by GC. Another thematic group is on science diplomacy, led by DLR from Germany. We have the Internationalization Thematic Group, led by EBN, European Business and Innovation Centre Network, uh, based in Belgium. Members of the association can actually join any group or several groups. It all depends on their mission and interest. And also, um, so Enrich Global just put in place the Lighthouse Initiative to support Ukraine innovation. We welcome relevant donations, which will 100% benefit our Ukrainian peers. Some of our members host Ukrainian colleagues. There are other directions of these initiatives in, in, in progress. 
Uh, once again, all this information is regularly updated on our website and also on, on LinkedIn. Thank you. Could you share your plans for the future of Enbridge Global and the next steps foreseen? Oh, it's all about next steps and expansion. Expansion happens through thematic groups, which can initiate and moderate international fora with subject matter experts, just like the Health Innovation thematic group uh, will be doing. We have already won two projects together and several Enriched Global members are involved. We have a draft concept of a competence center with specific innovation-related training proposed by our members from Germany and specialized in professional training. So this competence center has an amazing potential and other members of Enriched Global surely will be involved in this. So remember, the activities are decentralized. So when the members make proposals and uh, they are relevant and other members are enthusiastic, joint work starts. Many rich global members are serious winners of Horizon Europe projects and running a lot of such projects. Together with our Ukrainian member Agency of European Innovation, we are thinking now about how to integrate an organization from Ukraine and also from other countries in the Horizon Europe proposals. So once again, it's a win-win deal for, for these organizations, for members, for Enrich Global. So all this is in process. The more and the more closely we work together, the more we understand the potential of Enrich Global and the benefits for our member organizations. The more we mention this in our networks, the more organizations supporting innovation are interested to join Enrich Global. So you see, this is great. And as I said, we welcome our peers from around the world and we are very happy to expand collaboration. Mathilde, as the leader of the Enrich Global Health Innovation Thematic Group, could you please tell us about how this thematic group will ensure sustainability for the IDEA project and also tell us about the planned activities? Well, thank you, Christina. APRA is indeed the coordinator of this thematic group and launched this proposal to Svetlana and the Enrich Global Network about seven months ago when uh, we, as partner in the IDIH project like QGAC, we were engaged in the design of a sustainability path for the project key outcomes. The Digital Health Transformation Forum, the long-term matchmaking platform, the program level cooperation. So two activities are now at the core of this enriched global health innovation thematic group. Uh, first of all, the management of the International Expert Forum for Health Innovation, set on the base of the IDEA community of experts gathered in the IDEA long-term matchmaking platform. And this forum will be further expanded and animated through the organization of one forum event per year. Secondly, there is the organization of international policy dialogue workshops, again on an yearly basis, based on the program level cooperation established with IDEA among the relevant funding agencies in digital health and aging. And through workshop, we will try to compare policies, programs for health innovation at international level, and we'll try to encourage new paths for international cooperation at policy level. So now it's all ready to start a renewed experience of international collaboration. 
Well, now let's close this last episode of the podcast just with one of our distinguished experts from the IDIH Digital Health Transformation Forum. She is Dr. Emily Lee, expert in the Integrated Care Expert Group, who will help us trace the arena landscape around digital health and aging in South Korea. Emily Lee, we are very glad to have you today. You have been participating as a consultant in the healthcare brand and marketing field of various projects at the Center of System Changes in South Korea, and in particular, the healthcare industry for digital transformation. Would you like to tell us more about you, your background, your current business, and if you like, what brought you to IDIH? I have been working as a marketing specialist in the healthcare industry for over 25 years. I lead marketing strategy consulting and solution development for great companies, products and services, and presenting solutions to achieve practical results. In specifically preparing brand launch in Korea and global healthcare market, uh, and finding effective solutions to solve difficulties facing in the market. Uh, also, we create next market strategy and execution plan for next 5 to 10 years. Also, we help our clients to executing uh, market implementation and outcome evaluation and optimize limited budget. For example, major institutions uh, like KCDC and MOH for public health, global pharmaceutical companies such as Pfizer, Johnson Johnson, Novartis, GSK, AstraZeneca, and medical device companies like Omron, Edward Life Science, DaVinci Robotic Surgery, and several healthcare startup companies. In the meantime, healthcare field has undergone many changes in healthcare policies and healthcare industry, digital channels and solutions, and market expansion of mobile being connected individual. A lot of business have been created based on platform and data, and various attempts are being made. The interest in healthcare platform and data is extremely high. That's why we focus on design and develop platform and create solutions for having data but don't know how to use them or collecting and utilize health and healthcare data well. Pierce AG Consulting is offering strategy consulting service for platform development and data design and made it to long-term establishment of healthcare data roadmaps so that any organizations, companies, products, and services can create analyze and utilize data according to the purpose and use. Now I'm passing middle age, I have a lot of personal interest and concern how to live healthy, so I would like to contribute my expertise to help someone like me. And I look forward to finding better solutions for digital health that can save aging population and the entire planet and strengthening our communities in a healthy way. I agree with the purpose and the way of IDIG project. Uh, this is the reason why I participate in the project. Thank you, Emily Lee. So you lead professional healthcare business and marketing strategy at Hillside Consulting. By providing data strategy and platform consulting services for data innovation, HealthSage works for healthcare platforms development as a key player in the healthcare industry in South Korea. How would you describe the landscape of research and innovation in South Korea, in particular, which are the new frontiers of digital health and how uh, this innovation is currently applied to the aging domain? 
Korea has already represented the world's number one penetration rate of hospital image and information management system and number one penetration rate of EMR, electronic medical record, in all hospitals and clinics in five years ago. During the last two years of pandemic, uh, digital healthcare solution companies have grown and expectation is also in rising. Smart care solution launch and being operated on higher basis. This solution is for elderly population and more people can receive medical service closely. Uh, now, we are ready to launch this hospital for overseas patients and we are on developing to introduce several digital care services and solutions. There is also high interest in developing platforms that can increase the usability of healthcare data. We collect a lot of data that is being accumulated in real time from public health system and services and support it for use in many studies and we are carrying out meaningful outcomes to increase data utilization and personalization services. Telecommunication companies and medical institutions are also showing active investment in digital health and data services. The interest in digital health is high in the level of national and social because of the common theme of health. This field is receiving the most attention among people in our ages. There are active support and investment at the government level in Korea. We have young, healthy, and active senior population group, and many people are interested in the health care of active elderly uh, because the number of senior population is rapidly increasing in Korea too. In Korea, Seoul and metropolitan area have excellent access to medical care and high quality of medical service. However, smart digital healthcare services are being launched for the elderly or living in specific area where it is difficult to reach medical service. Now, Korea is focusing on smarter, closure and more convenient digital health solutions and we are trying to do our best for meaningful outcome and verification as an effective digital health solution. In my point of view, the era of self-care will begin following home care market. Thank you so much, Emily Lee, for this perspective. We know you are also an advisory board member of the Ministry of Health and Welfare and the Korea Health Industry Development Institute, prominent funding agency for digital health innovation in South Korea. So would you like to outline the scenario at policy level around digital health for active and healthy aging in your country? What about the Korean funding programs supporting RNI in this field and the opportunities for international cooperation? In the case of Korea, it spent 37.6 trillion Korean won, about 31 billion US dollar for over 65 years old covering medical treatment based on Korea Health Insurance Statistics Report in 2020. It is a big portion over 40% in total medical costs and government predict to increase 58 trillion Korean won, about 48 billion US dollar by 2025. The increase of medical service costs will be burdened in national budget due to public health care system in Korea. In the end, the center of future medical services should be able to solve what, how, and effectively manage it by focusing on health management in daily and to reach individual life. Digital health-based services and solutions will be the best solution for everyone. 
In Korea, the size of this healthcare market increased more than double in every year. The Korean government announced to build precision medicine and small hospitals through the fourth industrial revolution-based healthcare development strategy at 2017 uh, November. Uh, Biohealth industry promotion strategy at 2019 May. And Korea version of a New Deal comprehensive plan at 2020 July. They also announced a grand plan to build biobig data for 1 million people by investing 1 trillion Korean won over six years from 2023 at the Big 3 promotion conference in 2021 May. Now we are facing more faster 5G era, and investment in this healthcare sector is also active. The government as well as medical institutions are uh, making a lot of effort to foster healthcare startup development. And there is continuous support already provided by government and related organizations. I think the European and Asian countries are very similar in many respects. That's why diverse cooperation is possible. During the corona pandemic, it is necessary to share infrastructure and partnership more actively. And an ideal partnership that connect and expand services is important. I think the various attempts are needed across cities and borders. Also, Korea government are very positive and open-minded for global partnership in digital health. I look forward to activating global partnership with the EU and partner countries and process of uh, research and development for smart care solutions. I think this caring service will be stable for more people and possible to use in Asia and Europe together. Thanks for having me. Hope you enjoyed the time with me. Great. Thank you, Emily Lee, and thanks to all our guests today hosting this series of the IDIH podcast, The Future of Aging Actively and Happily, has been a very fruitful experience for the IDIH project and a great chance to get in touch with distinguished experts dealing with digital health and aging throughout the world, contributing to the debate on how to face the challenge of an active and healthy aging through innovation, with indeed an expert-driven approach and a user-centered perspective oriented to the well-being and the happiness of all at all ages. So we hope you enjoyed. Keep being engaged for a future of aging actively and happily. The Idea Podcast. A smart idea to learn how to age happily together. <laughs> <laughs>